The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back, boys and girls, to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, the only, the luscious Laura Jameson. Say hi, Laura. Hi. So, have you had a good week so far? I I can't even remember what day it is most of the time. Yes, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Good times, good times. (laughs) All right, so. He gave me a kind of a weird name because I'm I'm kind of interested because I have never heard of this. I'm assuming chick. No, this no. is a dude actually. It's the dude with a chick's name. Okay, look here. Well, it's an Indian name, so who who knows? Feather <laughs> like, feather a dot. I'm thinking dot, right? Yes. Okay, not like woo. No, we're like don't be in the slurpy machine. Slurpy That's what Indian. Okay. Yes. Slurpy Indian. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just, I mean, I mean that in the in the, in the nicest way, nicest possible. way possible, yes. because I would never make jokes about you know peeing in a Slurpee machine at a Seven Eleven. Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> Shit! All right, take it away, sweetheart. So this guy, uh, there's part of this that's actually kind of close to home, because he does spend part of his career in Portland, Oregon. So oh, sweet! I yeah. probably bought Slurpees from him. <laughs> No, not unless you bought them at Kaiser. So, <laughs> no, okay, probably bought like. I pr- Wait a minute, Kaiser. That's my insurance. Kaiser. I'm a little fucking concerned. <laughs> a little, a little scared. A little, a little scared now. <laughs> I might have to give us a live interview. And there I was. I didn't know he was going to stick both of his hands up my pooper. Yeah, and he did that for people that weren't even his patients, really. So that's called. A, shouldn't he be on a fetish Friday? I mean, right. I, mean <laughs> I, I I'm not going to fault him, but uh, I'm just saying this has a little fetishy to me. Uh, hold hold on one second. What? Yeah, I could put this in your butt. Yeah, scary, little scary. <laughs> so, Jayant Patel, that's his name, uh, was born on April tenth, nineteen fifty, in. Jamnagar in the Indian state of Gujarat. <laughs> I'm glad that you could pronounce that shit. I was uh, listening to um, um, the Durleski Maniac, mm-hmm. and uh, you should have done that one because you can pronounce all that shit. Because <laughs> here I am, I can't pronounce a goddamn thing, and you're like, "Oh, here's the name right here." I mean, you know what? Kiss my ass because I'm not even close. Like I was, I'm not even in the ballpark. And Don't ask me to do math, though. Like there are things I'm good at and things that I'm not. So no, that's like, my strong suit. Math. Yeah, not no math. No, if it pertains to money, then yes, but otherwise, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> initially, he studied surgery at the M.P. Shaw Medical College at the uh, Surashatra. Surashtra. That's what it is. That either sounds like a hot sauce or a sex position. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe both. Including one, including the other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And there I was. I was in bed. She said, let's do the shirashtra. And I'm like, this sounds spicy. All right, let's do this. (laughs) Put some curry on it. Then I had to go ahead. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I fucking hate curry. (laughs) Then then I wound up at Kaiser with a back injury. Yes. Uh, At the university, obtaining a master's degree, um, he then moved to the United States where he received further surgical training at the University of Rochester School of Medicine in New York as a surgical intern and resident in surgery. Patel had finished his surgical residency, taught surgery for five years, and ran the residency program at the prominent Buffalo Hospital. He contributed to a medical textbook... (laughs) which is a little scary later on. 
I watched a uh, YouTube video about surgery, so I think I'm pretty qualified. Just I can do yes. <laughs> yep. I am the child of nurses and I have YouTube and all I that's what I say. All I need is a scalpel and a syringe of lidocaine and I can fix anything. There you go, man. You know, YouTube, man. It's like, it's like the I can duct even tape do, of medicine. I can do stitches. I can do that. So <laughs> anything you need. <laughs> Y'all seriously fucking scare me. Um so he, he contributed to a medical textbook and published numerous articles with Dr. Raymond Hinshaw, a nationally known Rochester surgeon who praised him in recommendation letters. I want to point out that, you know what, that is a pronounceable name. I'm just saying. Yes, it is. Just saying. You know, unlike some of the ones that we do that have, like, and I've bitched about before, 19 fucking consonants and not a vowel in sight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a pronounceable name. I could probably read that, pronounce it. And be no worse for wear. Not yeah. like some of the goddamn ones that keep get thrown at me. Where I'm, I have no goddamn clue. And most of most of the consonants are a ch or a v. So, yes, yeah. lots of v's, lots of z's. Yeah. <laughs> In 1984, New York health officials cited Patel for failing to examine patients before surgery. Patel was fined five thousand dollars and placed on three years clinical probation. Yeah. In 1989, Patel moved to Oregon and began began working for Kaiser Permanente Hospital in Portland. Medical staff alleged that he would often turn up even on his days off and perform surgery on patients that were not even his responsibility. He's like, I'm bored. I'm just going to go see who's on the roster today. Man, I do that with other bands. Man, I go to like open mic nights and shit like that because I'm bored. I'm I'm just going to get up there and play for a little while. (laughs) God, yeah. (laughs) In some cases, surgery was not even required and caused serious injuries or death to the patient. Maybe the patient was an asshole. I'm just saying. (laughs) It could be. Sometimes sometimes it's not always a bad idea. You know, I'm just just saying because I've been in the hospital. I've had, I've seen some patients that are just fucking dicks. Maybe maybe they need a cut. I've, (laughs) that was, that was dinner conversation when I was a kid, so... (laughs) I bet, man. Yeah. Like, seriously, uh, uh, who the fuck was I talking to? I think it may have been yesterday or the day before. But anywho, I could never do, like, a nursing job, a doctor job, or anything customer service because I'm pretty sure that my mouth would get me fired in, like, 30 seconds. But Dawn and I talk <laughs> about that all the time. I always threaten, I'm going to come to work for you over at your store. And yeah. she's like, you would get fired in, like... Right a, off the bat. Yeah, like, <laughs> you might make it... Uh, on the out, uh, you could probably behave yourself for a day. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, but after that, if it's and an that easy would just day, be for her sake. <laughs> well, yeah, and that that would provide it's a slow and easy day, man. But I know what's going to happen is somebody would come and go. Look, I want fifty percent off of this because the tag has a little tiny dirt mark on it. I'd be like, yeah. you're fuck nuts. How about I take this shirt, shove it up a keister, pull yeah. out your fucking nostrils, and then kick you in the nuts again, huh? You would just like them to be like, sir, you don't, you don't work here no more. You you need to fucking go. <laughs> Have like a that, nice day. <laughs> like, eh, we kind of all saw that coming. Oh, wow, look at that. It lasted 45 minutes. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I beat the record. Longer than you thought. Oh, way, way longer. Way longer. <laughs> oh, so after a review, Kaiser restricted Patel's practice in 1998, banning him from doing liver and pancreatic surgeries and requiring him to seek second opinions before performing other surgeries. That makes you feel good. Jesus Christ. That's pretty major surgery. Yeah. 
After reviewing four cases in which three of the patients died, one being an infant who only needed a feeding tube put in but ended up with a perforated bowel. Jesus fucking Christ. And they couldn't do... He was like, oh, he's just... He's bleeding and there's nothing I can do about it. Like, you got enough time to call your family and... You're like, wow, thanks. Okay, so the infant's, the infant's not an asshole. No. Because oh, well, no. Cause it hasn't lived long enough to be an asshole. Correct. It's grown up <laughs> to be a little fucking dick. I mean, you know if they're going to be an asshole... Long about four or five years old. Then you look and go, oh, yeah. Yeah, that one there, that's a dickhead yeah. right there. Fuck yep. that person. But an infant, they're, they're just kind of, they're, they're, they're kind of still getting their asshole vibe going on. <laughs> they haven't even they haven't even started. Yeah, they haven't even started trying to be an asshole. Yeah. Yet. So they get a pass. That's fucked up. Don't fuck with the babies, guy. No. So the Oregon Board of Medical Examiners made Patel's restrictions statewide in, step, in September of 2000. And New York state health officials required him to surrender his license in April of 2001. So, after this, he decided to leave Oregon for Queensland, Australia. Like, I'm going to, no one will know me there. That's actually a smart idea. Yeah. Hey, man, I like cutting up people for no fucking reason at all. They're crazy down there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Australians don't care. You know, what happened to him, mate? He was broken. Yeah. That's why he died. Yeah. The Queensland Health Department employed him without conducting due diligence regarding his qualifications and experience, and it allowed him to become the director of surgery at Bundaberg Base Hospital in 2003 under the Area of Need program, which hires overseas trained doctors for regional areas. Uh, That's that's fucked up, isn't that? Any favors? Yeah, no kidding, man. They export mega churches and import. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. They export mega churches and import fucking killer doctors. That's fine. You know, I don't care where you live around the world. Even if I was living in a fucking hut in the middle of a jungle, you know, where the language goes, (laughs) I would still like to think that the person, like the witch doctor, who's going to cut into me. Had some good experience, knew yeah. what they were doing. Yeah, I wanted, yeah. To, I wanted to come and, and, and in knock-knock language sit there and be able to tell me, look, I graduated top of my class, or at least, you know, I graduated. I was the only one in my class. I was the only the one t- in my class. <laughs> I, I, the rest of them yeah. were monkeys, and they got monkeypox, and uh, I haven't yeah. killed anybody in the last six months or so. I'd be like, oh, okay, no, we're good. Zero but, days without <laughs> casualties. <laughs> See, yeah. we, we, we have the sign over there. It says, you know, I've, I've made it a whole five days. Without without killing, killing someone, yeah. Know, so we're pretty proud of that. That's my longest stint yet. I'm like, well, <laughs> all right, party on. But then you yeah. have Doctor Chopham up here. Yeah, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, that there you go. He found that's his chakra. A good, that's a good Indian name. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah. So, he continued to practice in a similar manner to what he did in New York. With his surgical work being described as antiquated and sloppy, and some nurses even claimed that they hid their patients from him when they knew that he was in the hospital. You know what scares me? It's all doctors practice medicine. I want to meet the doctor that perfected that motherfucker. Like, like they, they got their shit going on. It's no longer, it's no longer so much practice as you know. They're they not go, residents anymore. Like they're yeah, they know their shit. Specialists. You know? like, uh, yeah. Well, well, he knew what he was doing. I was that's for sure. Shi- yeah. I was just doing Shiro Ishii, uh, the 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 slideshow yeah. for him, and I I heard a lot about. It. But yeah, like, the, like the, when I had testicular torsion and my urologist cut my nut open, 
I want to think that he's not just practicing and I'm the practice doll. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, hey, I'm practicing cutting open nuts. You're next. Um, how about we do a little passerino on that one? <laughs> and you go and you get a real doctor who's not practicing. Maybe he's cutting open, you know, like 20 nuts sacks. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. Like, seriously. Actually, that doctor said the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, God. Um. He walks in and he goes, Mr. Alexander, we're going to try to save that right Tesco. <laughs> we're going to try to save it? That's exactly what I said. So, oh, try, try, what? try. Doc, <gasps> I want you to come in here with a fucking cape like Superman of the nuts. And fix it. And fix it. He goes, well, when did you start having the pain? And I said, it was about midnight. Now it's 8 o'clock now. You'll be in surgery about 9. It's 9 hours without blood flow to that testicle. You got oh, a 50-50 chance. And Thank God for morphine because I had enough morphine into me that honestly he could have come and said, and we're like, gonna I cut don't you, care. <laughs> we're going to cut your nuts open with a dull butter knife. I mean, fuck it. That's, All right. Let's just do it. Let's just, you know, I'm going to hit the button on that IV one more time. Oh, dude, it was one. <laughs> my anesthesiologist was a fucking super sh- superhero. His name was Randy. Yeah. And he came in and he was all upbeat and he said, anytime you feel a twinge of pain, you just hit that button and he would yep. appear like, 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 like magic. Like a magician, like poof, and he's giving me dope. It was fucking fantastic. Yes. Just to let everybody know, I do have both of my testicles. He did save it. <laughs> he, yeah, he, pull, he pulled it off. I Good. Like, Good. <laughs> that's true. Not like a fucking, yeah. No, that's true. Well, you do true. if you want to continue to produce testosterone. We only need one. Okay, well, that's true. All right, you'd be okay Maybe with Maybe I could one. borrow one. <laughs> I'm just saying. This. You can't borrow his. <laughs> Damn it. Always a catch. <laughs> Always a fucking catch. God damn it. I do so much. I came and borrowed a testicle. Anyway, go ahead. So he attracted the nickname Dr. Death as a result of these actions, That's of course. That's kind of a given. Yeah. Patel is also alleged to have shown a poor regard for hygiene with claims that he responded to a nurse's concern over his unwashed hands with doctors don't have germs. Oh, gee, oh, 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 just stop right the fuck there. Yeah. Let me get okay. This. Let me just understand this correctly because I never claim to be the smartest dude. He's cutting open people without washing his hands. Like, I don't even want to shake somebody's hand if they came out of the bathroom and they didn't wash their hand. Like, even if they were just pissing, you know, because I don't know what's on their dick. Much less if they're cutting into me going, well, I don't have germs because I'm a doctor. Well, you have to go through the whole scrubbing up process. I'd be like, I don't care if you don't even have fingerprints. Like, we're still going to do this, you know? We're still going to scrub everything and get the gloves on the correct way and... Yeah, I want that doctor coming in freshly showered, freshly shaved, you yeah. know, trimmed up, hands looking good, wearing some rubber gloves and a mask and shit like that going, okay, we're going to cut you open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be clean that shit inside clean. and out, man, because last yeah. thing I want is somebody cutting me open going, hey, by the way, you munching on a burger or what, what happened. <laughs> oh, did I wash my hands after I took a dump? I'm, I'm not, eh, I'm not I don't sure. Know. Uh, well, anyway, I, I here we have, go. Yeah. I, don't, yeah, I don't have germs, so we're golden. Eh, we're golden. Right. We'll just cut this asshole open. Yeah. Fantastic. So Patel is linked to at least 87 deaths out of the t- uh, 1,202 patients that he treated between 2003 to early 2005. 30 of whom died while under his care in Bundaberg. Hospital staff have also accused Patel of altering medical records to hide mistakes. That's what super glue and duct tape are for. (laughs) 
Just a little bit of steri strips. You'll be fine. You're fine. You're fine. Walk it off. Yeah. On March 22nd, 2005, Stuart Copeland, the Queensland Shadow Minister for Health, first raised the issue of Patel's clinical practices. Yeah. Thinking the same thing. It feels very Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually thinking the exact exact same thing. Yes. Like, you know, he uh, he came out. They're minister of, yeah, yeah, shadow magic. (laughs) He he came from the Ministry of Magic. Yes. (laughs) Hey, look, there is no spells for you. Turn over your wand, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So, he first raised the issue of Patel's clinical practices during question time. We're going to have question time in the Queensland Parliament. Two days later, Rob Messenger, don't shoot the messenger, the National (laughs) Party Member of Parliament for Burnett also raised the matter of Patel's alleged incompetence in a speech to the Legislative Assembly and called for his suspension. So, this gets kind of, it affected things politically, too. There, So, journalist uh, Headley Thomas of the Courier-Mail, who won a Walkley Award, which is uh, an award presented in Australia to recognize and reward excellence in journalism. It's not for walking? Walkley? No. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, going on a walkabout. (laughs) She went on five walkabouts a day. I'm like, oh, okay, she's a Walkley Award. Yeah. Um, for his part in uncovering Patel's past, gave attention to these allegations, and soon the newspaper and other media outlets were flooded with patient claims of injury and death caused by Patel's operations. Exposed. <laughs> Big time exposed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exposed it afterwards. Yeah, they, that's what they, yeah, actually, uh, you hit the nail on the head there, John, because fucking, I would think if you're going to be. I mean, literally, as a doctor, you have life and death in your hands. You're yeah. dealing with people's life. Yeah, as I say, it, for, for me to go and buy a house, they check your background. They make sure that you, number one, got the finances to fucking do it. But, like, if you're, like, a wanted felon. Right. <laughs> well, even when I was, like, you know, when I, I worked for DHS taking care of kids with developmental disabilities, I had to do, like, the serious government background check. And this is still the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Showed up in, in yeah. Well, actually what 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 kind of strikes me is like so when I owned my own trucks, uh I used to haul a lot of pharmaceuticals and cadavers. Yeah. Because universities buy cadavers out of Los Angeles all the time. All the time, yeah. <laughs> and for me to get the bonding to do that, they ran not they, they ran a uh, a total background check like worldwide type of a thing. I can't remember right. what the background check was called offhand, but the uh, crims. Was it, it? I had to do that could one. Be, yeah, but I can't remember. So, like, let's say that I'm living here in the states, but I was a fuck up in Germany. Yeah, yeah it's gonna come up, and they're gonna be like, "Guess what? We're Sorry, not no. gonna we're not gonna assure you to haul pharmaceuticals, no, and cadavers. You're just you, no, you're you're not gonna be able to do it. You know, so you would think that." And keep it in mind. I want to remind everybody: cadavers are dead. Like they're that that that's dead. You, there's nothing you can do to them to make their situation worse. Yeah. So now you're dealing with live people. That would be awesome. Puppet shows with dead people. They're not in their bodies anymore, though. I think that I wouldn't give a shit. You know. It would make the situation worse, not their situation, because right, yeah, they're, they're not they're there anymore. Toast. But. 
But yeah, you know, the, the, there's nothing you're you're going to do. I mean, there's things you can do to a dead body that are depraved. Yes. But their spirit's not in there anymore if you believe in the spirit. You know? Right. Um, it, it could be locked in the body. Yeah. Dead. But, um, you know... You're not gonna you're, you're not gonna kill them any more than they already are. Is my point. They're right. not gonna become any more dead. Yeah. Than, you know, based on your actions. Now you got this asshole here who is a surgeon. Yep. Who's doing unwanted, unwarranted, and unauthorized surgeries? And you would think if he if you're gonna make him the director of surgery in your country or your area, you'd be like, huh, you know what? Let's do a we little bit of background check. Check in. the background, yeah. Yeah, it's like this job is yours, provide you pa- pass a background check. Let's see what you got going on. Then they yeah. call up Kaiser and they go, Dude, no. dude this Patel guy, he's yeah. a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he acts like he knows what he's doing, but I would rather have a an infant an infected AIDS monkey. Like fucking cut me open than this guy, rather than this jackass. Just saying, that's okay. That's my soapbox for right now. (laughs) I get I get on these tangents because you know my brain isn't all there. I know exactly how that is. (laughs) Yes, I'm on a soapbox about the unwashed. (laughs) So he decided that he needed to leave Australia at that point. That's probably a good idea Uh, for him. Yeah, using a business class airfare paid for by the Queensland health board (laughs) and returned to his home in Portland, Oregon, where he was filmed in 2007. uh, And he was on a current affair and 60 minutes. Jay and Patel, we don't want you here either. Yeah. I'm just saying. No. I got a great place for, unless you just want to work on the homeless then I'm, I'm cool with that. Let's get that population down a little (laughs) bit, a little bit of a calling. I'm okay with that. But um, how about you pick somewhere that's, oh, I don't know. Not here. Not here. Yeah. yeah. Not here. Matter of fact, not in the U.S. You just, you need to go <laughs> to some third world country or something. It's just not, just not here. Oh, I'm going to say something really horrible. Go back to where you came from. That is a third world country. No, no, that that is true. Yeah. No, honestly. You know, <sighs> fuck. It's just, it, on a serious note, it makes me paranoid because, you know, like, yeah, India. Yeah, it's it's kind of a. It's not. I don't know. Shit, I'd have to look that up. I think they were just. Allies. Second was Axis. Third world was. So I think that does make them a third world. I think. I don't think they. I think that they were too busy trying to set up Seven Elevens and serving. Oh yeah, that's right. And now, and and now they just do. They do tech support, and uh, that. And yes, I got a bitch about do. that. I yeah. I fucking hate calling in because number one, I know they're lying to me right off the get the get go. Thank you for calling uh, T Mobile. My name is Bob. It's That's like, exactly the people I had a problem with yeah. this whole last week. And oh I'm my going, god! Number one, motherfucker, your name's not Bob. I will guarantee fucking to you that I will wager good money. Your name's not Bob. It's just Bob for short. And then, then you go, look, you know, because they, they, I speak perfectly good English. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, True. You know, and you go, uh, let me, is different. Uh, very different. Oh, very, very yeah. different. Very different. Well, it, but when I, when I talk to people, when I'm, when I call like London and shit like that, I can understand them. And then you're trying to give him your problem. And he sits there and asks you 50 questions that have nothing to do with your problem. Not a fucking thing to do with your goddamn problem. 
<laughs> and then when you yeah. say, can I speak to somebody who speaks English, and you finally bitch enough, then they, they transfer you to 50 other people that don't speak English. Because they're all in the same call center. And then finally, finally it happens. It takes about, I found this on average, about an hour and a half. You get transferred to somebody in the U.S., and her name is usually something like LaQuanda. Yeah. And she is awesome. So, yeah. Honey, I'll take care of that shit right now. And you're yeah. like, fuck yeah, you will. Well, I have faith in you. I know you're going to take care of that shit. Yeah. And it gets taken care of. But that's, okay. Tech support aside, continue. I just, <laughs> I'm on, I don't know why I'm bitchy today. I just, I think I'm PMSing. It's I'm all right. You know what? I'm having what I like to call lately the midday fuck yous, where it's just like, it's mood swing time in the middle of the day. I think I'm getting sympathy mood swings with you. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Because like <laughs> yesterday, even when I was driving around. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More than sympathy. Um, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> Part, party at my house. Um, it usually but is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm driving along and I'm in a good mood, dude. I'm, fucking, I'm listening to one of the old audio books that I haven't listened to in a while. One of my series. And I'm pretty good. And all of a sudden I'm looking around. God, I fucking hate all these motherfuckers. Yeah. Every one of this asshole. Who's this fucking old lady over here in this goddamn Mercedes over here? Yeah. Fucking ass. This yeah. is like, no, this is like no, not even traffic. This is just coming back from the coast yesterday. You know, I'm just looking around. People are just just being themselves, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, you're doing that thing again. Yeah, like you're breathing. I watch yeah. a guy walk out of a store <laughs> and sit there and look at this asshole walking to his yes. fucking car with a bag. Yeah. What a, what a dick. Yeah. And then I got home, I'm sitting there going, I'm, I don't know, I, I got like asshole virus, <laughs> and uh, and it's affecting me, and there's no cure because I'm just being a dick today. So I've, I felt... Yeah, this is coronavirus. That's what that is. Yep. (laughs) I felt bad yesterday because I was getting ready to go somewhere. And I looked at him and I said, how do my eyebrows look? He was like, well, they're a little darker than normal. And I was like, in a bad way? Like, what what does that mean? (laughs) Like, like, I hear myself. I know I'm being ridiculous. So I know. I was was right there with you. Last couple days has been like that for me. I was just, (laughs) okay, so... I ordered some from Domino's when I was in uh, Coos Bay on Thursday because I just didn't pack enough. And uh, I put my room number into the little order app thing mm-hmm. in the jigger. And the guy calls me not once but twice trying to figure out where my room is, even though I told him twice. And then back in my head, and his name was Scooter. I was going to say, it w- yes. It was Scooter. So I got, yeah, you remember me telling you about yes. I got Scooter again. Again? Again. <laughs> You're like, so you should, uh, you're going to remember me from now on, dude, right? Scooter is like in his 50s. Oh, God. And I'm pretty sure that he's retarded. <laughs> like, uh. it, it, like not just, not like Down syndrome retarded, but like maybe he. He's slow. Just, I, I, I think he ate lead paint chips as a child. I'm pretty sure. You know, yeah. or had a head injury or it's just un- like when. When you're outside of my door, like seriously, I told him, he goes, okay, what room are you in? Because it didn't have it on the app. I said, okay, that's cool, 122. And I go, I think I hear you outside of my door. He goes, I probably am. So I walk to the door. There's two doors because I get a suite. Yeah. And I walk to the one that he should be at, and I open it, and I'm standing there. And my phone rings again. I totally forgot what room you're in. And I'm looking right at him. I'm right here. I'm I'm looking looking right at you, Scooter. Yeah. He goes, 
Oh, that's you? What room are you in? Oh, fucking Jesus fucking Christ. Just give me the fucking pizza. Yeah. Room 122, <laughs> if you get out of your car and you walk straight, you're going to walk into me. You can't miss me. I'm a big, fat, bald guy. Yeah. You're not going to You're not gonna go like, ooh, didn't see you were there. You're like a ghost. <laughs> like, you can be blind and you walk into me. Yeah. yeah. That, I was I was pissed off all night about that shit, too. <laughs> Just, yeah, I get it. I, yeah, but for no reason. There's no reason. Like, I had, I had my fucking pizza. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, okay, no, I should be golden. No, not me. I'm just going to sit there and bitch about it probably for the next week. Fuck. Yeah. I wish that you would get over your mood swings for fuck's sakes because they're, they're affecting me. It's going to be a long time. <laughs> well, they're, they're fucking affecting me now. God damn it. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> be all, I'm going to be bitchy for, for months. This is, this is just shitty. Shitty. A warrant. A warrant for Patel's extradition was sought after he returned to the United States because his passport was never taken. And a magistrate was asked on November 22nd, 2006, to issue a warrant for his arrest. He was charged with uh, three charges of manslaughter, five charges of causing grievous bodily harm, four uh, uh, charges of negligent acts causing him and eight harm. Causing harm and eight charges of fraud. Jesus, that's just, yeah. I was gonna start and a partridge in a pear tree <laughs> so. on the second day of surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Patel gave to me well, one hernia. Yeah. <laughs> so he was extradited to Australia on July 21st of 2008. The scandal caused political problems <laughs> for Queensland. Queensland's Labor Party government, formerly led by Peter Beatty, um, which is important later, State Health Minister Gordon Nuttall. Oh my God, I fucking love it! I put that right up there with because, like I said, I was, I was uh, listening to the uh, the Derleski uh, Der, maniac. Yeah, he gets a, he gets that award with Detective Dickoff. Yes. Dick off and nut all. Oh my god, that is fucking awesome! <laughs> I can create a show just on those two names because <laughs> I'm gonna have to assign those names to some of the characters for uh, for the other show that I'm working on, a Diary of a Serial Killer. That would be fantastic. I think that those yes. have to be detective names, one hundred percent, because that's I, I would say amazing, but that just doesn't do those names justice. <laughs> <laughs> those are awesome. So this, so nut all. <laughs> Resigned. He resigned. He had several from his, kids. I would yeah, too. Resigned from his cabinet position because of the negative press. <laughs> Out of the cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> he, it's a closet. It's a closet. He he was a small guy. He came yeah. out of the cabinet. He came of out, out of the, the cabinet. <laughs> Some of those treated by Patel have proposed uh, to take the Queensland government to court for not detecting his poor job performance earlier. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, I'm fucking dying over here. <laughs> However, with changes to state law originally intended to limit payouts to patients who sue their doctors on health matters, which was passed before the scandal broke, it is unlikely that they would have received significant compensation, which is absolute bullshit, in my opinion. Uh, Hard to have good conversation co- compensation when you're fucking dead. <laughs> If you've experienced death, or <laughs> I always love that. I mean, to uh, if you or a loved one have died, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 I am that's awesome. suing from the fourth dimension. <laughs> 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 
Oh yeah, that's another good one. I love I love custom license plates. Yes. <laughs> if you're struck and killed, you can report the number of license plates. That's fucking awesome. Okay, so, keep going. I'm I'm gonna stay quiet <laughs> for a minute. Queensland <laughs> Health um, has a, arranged they arranged corrective surgery to those affected by Patel's surgical practices. Like I'm I really hope it's with someone that you did a background check on. Over 100 patients have been said to have undergone corrective procedures since Patel fled Australia. The Medical Board of Queensland introduced extensive measures for registration of overseas doctors, including receiving a certificate of good standing from each and every jurisdiction where a doctor has practiced and getting the primary medical degree registration and transcripts of applicants verified by the Educational Commission for Foreign Medical Graduates International Credentialing Service. Oh my God, that well, okay. It's a mouthful. <laughs> Joe, you should have moved well, to Australia now. and become a doctor. You because can't fucking... now, because now you're going to have to jump through all those hoops. That's right, now you actually have to be qualified for it. Back then, they are like, yeah, you said you're a doctor, fuck it. You're good. Sounds good. We believe you. Uh, the Dr. Jayant Patel scandal was one of many factors that influenced the Council of Australian Governments in 2006 to effectively disband state-based medical regulation practices in favor of a new national registration and accreditation uh, program. From July 1, 2010, registration and regulation responsibilities formerly held by the state-based medical boards are now the responsibilities of the Australian Medical Board, which it should have been anyway, supported by the newly formed Australian Health Practitioner Regulation Agency. Uh, in response to public outcry over Patel's performance at Bundaberg Base Hospital, the Beatty government convened the Bundaberg Hospital Commission of uh, Inquiry. So this guy is a serious bureaucrat. So he they have this inquiry. It happens May 23rd, 2005, led by Anthony Morris, a Queensland a Queen's Council and was widely referred to as the Morris Inquiry. Um, on June 10th, Morris released an interim report that was tabled on the same day in the state parliament by the by Beatty because it makes him look bad. The report recommended, among other things, that Dr. Patel be charged with murder or manslaughter in respect to one patient with causing a negligent act causing harm to another patient that he also be charged with fraud in relation to his registration at the Medical Board of Queensland to practice medicine, and that extradition proceedings should begin. It also recommended uh, changes to the Medical Practitioners Registration Act of 2001. So they have to have this in court. This isn't even the trial. This is to decide if they should have a trial or not. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of those detectives. I, I'm still stuck on... Zaleski. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, fucking they 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 did a lot of planning. Yes. But didn't do anything. Just right. a lot of planning about yeah. planning. Yeah. That's that's what they're doing. Yes. So the Morris inquiry began here began hearings finally in Bundaberg on June 20th. Nurses, local Queensland health administrators and former patients of Dr. Patel all testified. Public hearings in Bundaberg concluded on July 14th. During all this, on an, 
Oh, this is good. On an unrelated note, but still part of the make sure you triple check your medical professional committee here. Mm -hmm. Evidence was heard in Townsville about an alleged case of medical fraud in which which a Russian uh, with forged medical qualifications pretended to be a psychiatrist and practiced for some time at Townsville Hospital. (laughs) I wonder what kind of advice he was giving out. Hmm, Might have been good advice. Yeah. yeah, I I wouldn't bang that kangaroo if I were you, because kangaroos are mean, and they'll yeah. fuck you up. Before the inquiry was finished, two prominent Queensland uh, bureaucrats tied to Beatty tried to say that the jury had not been impartial, and that they wanted it shut down because they didn't think that it was fair to their side of the story. So, of course, because Beatty is, is the premier, he shut it down and called for a whole new inquiry. So the new inquiry began on September 8th, 2005, uh, and was headed by former Supreme Court of Queensland Judge Justice Jeffrey Davies. This inquiry, formally titled the Queensland Public Hospitals Commission, was widely known as the the Davies Inquiry. Um, It recommended that the charges of manslaughter and other criminal offenses be prosecuted against Patel. The report also apportioned uh, much of the blame to two former health ministers, Gordon Nuttall (laughs) and Wendy Edmond, as well as senior Queensland health bureaucrats for allowing the existence of an organizational culture of secrecy (coughs) and ostracizing of whistleblowers that allowed Patel's misdeeds to go unpunished for two years. Nuttalls and blowers. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Awesome. I'm following An independent surgeon, Peter Woodruff, who was asked by Justice Davies to examine Patel's work, believes that Patel negligently caused 13 deaths, uh, possibly up to 17. (laughs) Patel performed four... Okay, I have to think about this word. Esophagectomies while at the hospital. And that is the surgical removal of all or part of the esophagus. Holy cow, what the fuck? The principal objective is to remove... The is to remove the esophagus, part of the gastrointestinal tract. This procedure is usually done for patients with esophageal cancer. It's normally done to remove cancerous tumors from the body. An es- esophagectomy is a very complex operation that can take between four and eight hours to perform and is obviously best di- done by someone who's a gastroenterologist, a specialist, Ah, come on. Tomato, tomato, man. I've got duct tape, <laughs> bailing wire, and I've got an exacto knife. Yeah. So we can do this. I've, I saw a YouTube video. <laughs> Anesthesia for um, for this is also complex because of the problems with managing the patient's airway and lung function during the operation. Lung collapse is highly probable, as well as losing function of the diaphragm and possible injury of the spleen. Yeah, tell them to walk so it this, off. Yeah. Three of four patients died as a direct result of Patel's inexperience. He also removed a patient's uh, large bowel after he was diagnosed with a hyperplastic, which is non-malignant, polyp. So he didn't even he didn't even need that. And people can live without their large intestines, but the the point is is that it didn't need to be removed in the first place. So, Patel was arrested March 11th of 2008 by FBI agents. He appeared in court that day with a court-appointed attorney telling federal magistrate Dennis Hubble that he was unable to afford a lawyer after incurring significant pretrial legal fees. In response, 
The magistrate ordered Patel, who lived in a $1 million house, but he didn't have money for a lawyer, to fill out a financial affidavit before upcoming detention hearings. Following his arrest, Tony Hoffman, the nurse who took her complaints about Patel to a member of the Parliament of Australia, said that I'm relieved he's been arrested, but there's there's still a lot to go, a lot to uncover. Um, Patel denied the allegations, of course. The extradition proceedings against him began in April of 2008. Patel was denied bail by Judge Hubble on June 28th, uh, 2008, and the judge warning Australian and U.S. authorities that they must extradite Patel or he was going to release him on bail. And then who knows where the hell he would go. Back um, to India, maybe? We can hope. Who wherever. knows? <laughs> so he was extradited. FBI grabbed him off the plane right away. Um Patel was tried in the Queensland Supreme Court for the unlawful killing of three patients and grievous bodily harm to a fourth. He pled not guilty to all charges. On June 29, 2010, Jayant Patel was found guilty of all four charges. On July 1st, he was sentenced to seven years in jail for his (laughs) offenses. Patel appealed his conviction and sentence to the Court of Appeal, and the prosecution also appealed the sentence. Uh, Both appeals were dismissed. Patel then appealed the Court of Appeal's decision to the High Court of Australia and was granted special leave to appeal. And on August 24, 2012, the High Court unanimously allowed the appeal and overturned Patel's convictions on the ground that Prejudicial evidence had likely influenced the jury. Uh, Patel argued that by the time prosecutors admitted 43 days into the trial that they could not prove that he was guilty of incompetence, the jury had already heard testimony and evidence about his unusual behavior. So the high court granted him a new trial. It was only seven years, which I'm sure he would not even have served all of in the first no, place. No, hell no. He would have been out in fucking like two months. Two, yeah. The following year, a retrial was held for one of the manslaughter charges, and Patel was acquitted by the jury. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. This resulted in calls to have the remaining charges against Patel dropped. The remaining... Yeah. Throwing your hot sauce at me. Well, you're a hot lady, so hot lady gets the hot sauce, baby. Is that a great pickup line or what, yeah? Yes. Uh, the remaining manslaughter and grievous bodily harm charges were later dropped in exchange for Patel pleading guilty to two counts related to him dishonestly gaining registration and two counts related to dishonestly gaining employment in Queensland. So Patel was sentenced to a two-year Suspended sentence for those fraud charges. That's what he ended up with after all of that. Jesus Christ, man. In a television documentary on the case aired by CNN in November of 2010 as part of its World's Untold Stories series and entitled, They Called Him Dr. Death, several of Patel's medical co-workers in Australia testified to having repeatedly blown a whistle on him only to be ignored by medical superiors and other authorities. Questions were also raised about the lack of due diligence by those involved in his appointment. Um, In response to the case, Peter Beatty fired the Director General, Robert Stable, and changes were made to funding, the operations of the medical board, and to how concerns raised by whistleblowers are handled. Uh, 
On the 15th of May, 2015, the Queensland Civil and Administrative Tribunal officially banned Patel from ever practicing medicine in Australia again. The tribunal upheld the Australian Health Practitioner Regulation Agency's contentions that Patel deceived authorities into granting him a medical license, concealed matters related to his fitness to be a doctor, and performed surgeries that he knew he could not competently perform. Um... After his extradition from the U.S., lengthy manslaughter trial and retrial, all of which cost Queensland taxpayers more than $3.5 million, Dr. Patel walked away from the Brisbane District Court, free to return to his home in Portland, Oregon. Stay away. Patel, stay the (laughs) fuck away from Portland. He came back here. There was a KATU article. In from 2013, that's like, well, he's back. Uh, <laughs> but Patel is banned from practicing in Oregon or anywhere in the United States or its jurisdictions. So he really wasn't held accountable, but at least he'll never do it again, I guess, is my final point. That, that, yeah, that yeah, we I'm know of. Sure that he's going to. Um, I'm like, I, I would really like to meet my surgeon beforehand. Just just in case. Yeah, wanna, <laughs> Make sure have, it's not him. Yeah, I want to have a little, <laughs> little, little chit-chat with him a little bit, you know? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So that's the long, the, the end of that long... Oh, what, in that long? Drawn-out story. Yeah. Lo- yeah. Like, yeah, true, but... <laughs> All right. Remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, or wherever you get your blogs. Get the full story without any of my bullshit and me talking about, you know, anal fisting or whatever the hell I was talking about today. <laughs> Fucking nut-offs and blowjobs. Dick out. off and Dick nut offs. all. That, that was it. God damn. It's like a porn. That's what it is. <laughs> We're, we're turning this into a porn show. It's fucking uh, weird. Yes. All righty. Uh, this show's copyright 2022 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.